Hey everybody, this is Jess from the Keto Fit Weight Loss Coaching for Women. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that it was actually originally recorded as a video. So please pardon any repetitive introductions and or any kind of reference to visual aids. Be well and enjoy. Hey everybody. Welcome back to the Keto Fit Weight Loss Coaching for Women. I'm your coach, Jess, and I help women lose weight and overcome emotional eating through a keto diet and mindset and motivation coaching. Happy Monday, everyone. How was your weekend? Uh, This past weekend, my sister's family and my family, we took a short little road trip. We live in Virginia Beach, and we drove about four hours to this place in Virginia called the Natural Bridge, and um, it was really beautiful. A little terrifying with uh, young little ones, little toddlers, uh, because it wasn't roped off very well and I was kind of worried that they would fall into the water or climb rocks and fall and crash their heads. But you know, mom anxiety, if you feel me. (laughs) So we also went uh, to this little like safari zoo where you uh, drive through it and the animals come right up to you and eat um, like out of buckets that you're holding in your hands. And um, I love animals. But, and I'm I'm not like afraid of birds, but like big birds, like ostriches and emus, like really freak me out. And it was terrifying, let me tell you, because they like, when they see you with those buckets of food, like they come charging at you. It's like a scene out of like um, Jurassic Park with the, where the pterodactyls are like coming at you. It's so cre- creepy, but we made some fun memories and we were really laughing hysterically and caught it all on video with a, a camera in our car. So. That was my weekend. I feel like I'm more tired than when I started out on Friday, but we made some great memories. So I hope you had a great weekend too. So it's Monday, it's a new week, and um, I'd like to share with you guys the keto tip of the week. And the one that I'd like to share with you guys today is called do not deviate from your plan. Uh, Yeah, sounds sounds pretty straightforward and simple, right? But I wanna talk about the power of this. So do not deviate from your plan. I see this like funny meme on Instagram about keto and it says keto is like a marriage. It just doesn't work if you cheat. (laughs) And uh, that is so true. Um, I don't like to use the word cheat because um, I feel like it has like a moral connotation to it and food doesn't have to be, food is not moral. It's morally neutral. So, I mean, there are other things about it where, um, you know, if you feel like you're letting yourself down, that's another thing. But food in and of itself should just be morally neutral. So I don't like to use the word cheat. Um, I also don't like to use the word treat because um, breaking a promise to yourself is not a treat. That's actually um, hurting yourself more than it's helping yourself. So I like to use the term uh, deviations. So there are planned deviations and then there are unplanned deviations. So I think deviations are totally fine. I mean, keto should be um, not just a short-term thing, a short-term fix, but it's actually uh, a low-carb lifestyle is really um, what it's all about. So for me, um, I've been eating keto since 2013. And are there times when I am not in ketosis? Absolutely. Um, The majority of my time I actually am, but I have planned deviations. So for me, that looks like um, a special event coming up or 
um, a time when I'm gonna be getting together with family and friends over a weekend, and I know that I have a specific plan in mind of what I am going to um, eat and what I'm going to enjoy, but when it's planned out, I never feel bad about it. So as long as you have a plan going into it and then you actually follow that plan, then you're keeping a promise to yourself instead of breaking a promise to yourself. And although you might have some kind of physical repercussions where you feel a little bit different not being in ketosis or you feel a little extra full or slower the next day, you don't feel the pain of shame that you would, you would feel if you had an unplanned deviation. So these are the terms that I like to use with my clients, um, unplanned deviations and planned deviations. And we talk through planned deviations and how to make those a realistic part of your lifestyle. Even when you're in weight loss mode, you can have planned deviations. The more you have, the, the slower your progress will be, but it's totally doable. So um, unplanned deviations is what I'm talking about when I say do not deviate from your plan, right? So, um, Basically, for the average person, I would say that it takes about two weeks to break the physiological addiction to sugar and carbohydrates. Now for like a true sugar addict, like a true, um, like, like a true addiction that you've been struggling with for years and years and you've been using it as like an emotional coping mechanism, so on and so forth, um, you might find that it's gonna take you longer than two weeks to actually break that physical addiction. But I would say for the average person, um, sugar is addicting, just like caffeine is addicting, right? Um, now, like I'm totally addicted to caffeine. I know that if I gave it up for a week or two, I would break that you know, physical addiction um, and I'm not necessarily using it as like a true addiction where I feel like I'm out of control. I have absolutely no control over it. Um, and it kind of like serves me and I, maybe I become like manipulative with other people if I don't get it, like that type of a thing, those warning signs with true addiction. Um, but you can break a, phys a physiological addiction to something within about two weeks. And then I would say probably for the psychological addiction aspect of it, it's going to take more like five to six weeks. And kind of like the litmus test in, in my mind for that is you could look at somebody or watch somebody eating an ice cream sundae and not feel like you need one, right? You won't necessarily get that after two weeks, even though you're not feeling those cravings any longer. But the psychological addiction um, takes a little bit longer to wear off. So there's always those two aspects to an addiction. There's the physiological or the physical addiction, and then there's the psychological addiction, right? So yeah, I mean, you might not be able to imagine that right now, but imagine watching your partner eat a plate full of nachos and feeling nothing, or seeing the Sonic commercial come on for the ice cream sundae and feeling nothing, like how freeing that feeling is. Like it really does happen. Um, it just takes a little while. So um, my program, my coaching program is an initial five week commitment. And I purposely choose that because I feel like it sets you up um, for success even if you don't continue on coaching after that. But about 90% of my clients actually do continue coaching after that, uh, which I'm really proud of. But the five week program is long enough to kind of get you transitioned into a keto lifestyle successfully to be able to break that physical addiction and hopefully also the psychological addiction to really get you to that place of freedom um, that you can't even imagine right now, but it totally is possible and it totally is doable. I work with clients all the time who end up being so shocked, so surprised by how amazing they feel and how free that they feel. So, but the key is you can't deviate from it, right? So ketosis is a metabolic state. 
and um, it takes like actual physical things to get you into that state. So you have to restrict carbohydrates to a point where um, your body has burned through all of your stored carbohydrates and now it's actually tapping into your uh, stored fat for fuel. So for most people, this looks like restricting carbohydrates to less than 20 net grams per day or 50 total grams per day. And then it also takes your body a little bit of time to actually burn through all of the stored sugar in your body. Um, so your body actually stores sugar in the form of glycogen in your liver, and that takes a few days to be able to get through those stores. And there's a transitory period um, where your body's switching over from burning sugar for fuel to burning fat for fuel. And that transition can be a little bit tough. Uh, it's commonly known as the keto flu. So, um, but really what the main issue is, is it's an electrolyte imbalance. So you can supplement with electrolytes and for the most part, that'll get you through. Um, but it can take about maybe three to seven days. Uh, it really depends on each person. And once you kind of get through that hump, you start to experience the magic of ketosis. So you are feeling a lot more energized, your appetite is suppressed, your cravings are gone, you have better mental clarity, you might find that, that your mood has improved, your skin is clearing up, your digestion feels a lot better, you're sleeping better. So um, it's a little bit different for, for everybody, but it truly is a magical thing. And so, um, but in order to get there, you can't, um, you can't deviate from it. You have to actually get through that hump of restricting carbs for that period of time in order to get into that. And so then there's another transitory period of time where your body becomes quote unquote keto adapted or fat adapted. You might've heard this term floating out uh, as well. So you've made it through the transition from burning sugar for fuel to burning fat for fuel. You're in ketosis. You can tell because you're actually testing for, ke for ketosis, um, which you can do by testing your breath or your blood or your urine. Um, testing your urine is the most economical, so anybody can just walk into any pharmacy and buy um, ketone urinalysis strips. They're usually in the diabetes section, and you can buy them on Amazon, buy them on the, online. And so, okay, great, you're testing, now you're in ketosis, now what? So now your body needs a little bit longer of a transition to actually become adapted to running on ketones for fuel, which means your body becomes as effective at burning fat for fuel as it once was at burning sugar for fuel. So it, in other words, your body recognizes this as the new normal and its actual preference. So that takes a little bit longer, somewhere between you know five to 12 weeks, um, but most people can get into that right around um, the four to six week marker. So when you enter a coaching program with me, even if you're starting from complete scratch, by the end of the program, you're probably going to, going to be experiencing not only the magic of ketosis, but actually be keto adapted. And um, it's become the new normal for you. It feels a lot more like a lifestyle for you. And it feels so much more doable that even when you're going to plan to have um, a planned deviation from keto, that you know you're gonna be able to get right back into um, your new normal way of eating, which is using like keto or low carb as your home base. Okay. So a planned deviation versus an unplanned deviation. I would say bare minimum, you gotta give yourself two weeks of, of um, no deviations whatsoever. So just let your body get into ketosis. And if you can, I strongly encourage you to go five or six weeks. Give yourself five weeks. Um, it's just five weeks. You can do this. In five weeks, you can change your life. And so what you imagined as impossible, you're gonna prove to yourself that it's totally possible in five weeks. So. Um, I would say um, it's really important to think in terms of that your body 
your body needs to enjoy food, right? Um, and, and right now you're thinking like, oh, I can't live without XYZ. I can't live without bread or I can't live without sweets or I can't live without chocolate or whatever it is that you think that you can't live without because you're getting a lot of pleasure out of that food experience. And that's great. Um, we don't want to remove the pleasurable aspect of eating food. You don't want to have the mindset of like food is purely fuel. Um, and just all I'm going to eat all the time is, um, boiled chicken and broccoli with no seasoning or whatever. Like you would be getting the fuel that you need, but it wouldn't be a pleasurable experience at all. So that's not what I'm about. Um, food should be a pleasurable experience and keto foods are absolutely delicious, right? But as much as you need pleasure in your life, you need safety in your life. And in fact, you really can't have one without the other. Um, you might realize that you're having like a pleasurable food experience and then instantly experience regret. And then you don't feel psychologically safe because you feel like you're letting yourself down over and over again. So your life feels very turbulent. Um, you're up and you're down emotionally and physically because of these eating habits. But it's not your fault. Um, I want to encourage you that there are true physiological and hormonal reactions happening based on the food that you're consuming. And when you're consuming high carb all the time, your brain is physiologically compelling you to get more. It, it's like a true addiction. Um, so they've done study after study, like in rats and stuff like that, like where they've proven sugar is as addictive as cocaine. And rats will literally press a button and shock themselves and experience pain just to get the sugar. Um, so it's a true um, brain altering substance. So that's something to take into consideration that the cycle that you're stuck in is not just a moral failure on your part. It's not just a lack of willpower. Um, we've all been sold a bill of goods since like the 1970s, 1980s about how fat is horrible for us and sugar is totally fine and eat high carb, make sure you get eight to 12 servings of grains every day. And since then, demonstrably, you can see that the US population just keeps getting fatter and fatter and sicker and sicker to the point where literally two out of every three people is uh, obese and three out of every four people is overweight. I mean, that's crazy, right? So obviously we don't have the right information. It's time to try something different. Uh, we can't just keep trying to do the same thing over and over again. That's what they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. You can't just moderate your sugar and get better. It has to be something that you completely eliminate, at least for a time being, where you're able to let your body heal and let your mind heal and be able to trust yourself again. And there's a lot of power in keeping a promise to yourself. E again, even if you have a planned deviation from keto, you can be keeping that promise to yourself. It's all about planning and then following through with what you've planned. Okay, so intuitive eating. I wanted to talk about this. It's very, very popular, right? Um, and I follow some really amazing influencers too who are all about intuitive eating. And I love the concept of intuitive eating. I don't think that we should be constantly restricting ourselves or always trying to follow some formula um, or some plan for the rest of our lives, right? So how can I say that? But I also say that I've been eating keto since 2013, seven years, that's a long time, right? So again, I really look at it as a lifestyle. I'm not following some specific diet plan every single day of my life. I'm no longer logging my foods every single day of my life. It's just become my new normal. And I actually can eat intuitively now that I can trust my body's communication with me. Um, again, you can't, um, an addict cannot trust 
their brain's communication with them. So there's uh, a lot of um, language surrounding addiction. Have you guys ever heard of um, this, this term, addi addictive personality? I have an addictive personality. Um, so I'll tell you the truth, addiction runs in my family. Um, gambling addiction, alcoholism, definitely food addiction, all of this runs in my family. So I could say, okay, well, I have an addictive personality um, and I might be somewhat right, but a more accurate term, and I learned this when I took a whole semester on addictions in my undergrad, um, a more accurate term would actually be to, to call it an addicted personality. So when you are in the throes of an addiction, it literally changes your personality. Can you relate? Um, it feels like it controls you. It feels like it's what you're thinking about 70, 80% of your day. I've been there and there's so much freedom in, in um, getting out of that cycle, getting out of that rut. Keto has truly changed my life because it has finally freed up the brain space that I was wasting. And I look, on, look back on that with so much regret, um, spending 80% of my day thinking about food. And so that freedom is priceless. That freedom is invaluable. I once had an addicted personality and now I'm a different, I'm a different person. I'm on a, I'm still on a journey of healing. I'm still on a journey of becoming, but I'm so much more free and I'm so much more able to feel control. Um, and trust and safety within myself because I've been able to conquer that. So if you don't feel like you like who you are right now, um, that's okay. I've totally been there. Uh, listen to my podcast from Friday um, or my uh, video from Friday called I Am Healing where I talk a lot about this. Um, you're on a journey and you're constantly um, growing and you're constantly healing and you're becoming the healthiest and best version of yourself. And um, if you are in the throes of an addicted personality right now, there's hope. You can change. It's not your fault. But when you know better, you do better. So I want to encourage you to just try it. If you feel like you're in the throes of an addiction to carbs, to sugar, give ketosis a chance. Two weeks. Anybody can do something for two weeks, right? And if you need somebody to come alongside of you and support you and cheer you on and motivate you and just be there for you every single day, I would love to be your coach. I would love to come alongside of you in your journey. So I do, that's, this is what I do. I help women lose weight and overcome emotional eating through a keto diet and mindset and motivation coaching. So um, if you're interested, again, my program is five weeks long. It's available in both group and one-on-one -on -one format. And our next round of group coaching is starting up the week after Labor Day. I would love for you to be a part of it. The deadline is September 1st, so let's get talking. Um, that's how you get started is just send me a message either through Instagram or Facebook. I'm at The Keto Fit. You can also send me an email to theketofit at gmail.com. And if you wanna get some more information first, you can head on over to my website, theketofit.com. You can put in a request through my website. There's a form right on the main page and really on every page for me to just give you a call. Give me your contact information and I'll be reaching out to you. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. Um, again, I wanna encourage you, uh, let uh, keto have a chance in your life. Keep the promise to yourself. Don't have any unplanned deviations for two weeks and watch how your life can change. Take care, bye-bye. Did you know that I'm a weight loss coach exclusively for women? I work with clients one-on-one -on -one and in small groups. It's very personal and it's holistic. 
We talk about the practical and the personal, the habit changes and the mindset changes. It's a ton of listening to you and helping you unlock your motivation to do the things you already know, because of course everything you need to know is free on YouTube. Coaching is not just about changing behavior or habits, but changing beliefs, which means changing behavior for good. I would love to work with you. You can learn more about my coaching services at theketofit.com. In the meantime, I'll continue to serve you with free helpful content here on the podcast, and you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Keto Fit. Remember, you're allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. See you next episode.